and Kreisor to the SVT podcast, a podcast for the members of Swansea Vale Tri and the triathlon community in Wales, here to keep you entertained during those long swim, bike and run sessions with the latest news and updates from within the club and the world of triathlon, along with some very poor banter. Now grab that towel, switch on that fan and listen to the podcast brought to you by the club with the best kit in Wales. Hello. Hola. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're back for the latest edition of the Swansea Tribe podcast. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, extraordinaire, Dan Owens. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hopefully we uh, didn't bore you on my first outing. <laughs> it was a great podcast, mate. It was uh, the feedback I had from the last podcast. I don't know whether you had any feedback, but... The feedback I had was amazing. Everybody like said, uh, you know, how much you can talk, which we all knew. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it, to be fair. It was a good crack, actually. Yeah, yeah as uh, a lot of people said, you know, all right, they went on for 90 minutes, but it was content, triathlon content. Yeah, I think that's what people like. You know, they like, even though it's an SVT podcast and we like to talk about club stuff, you know, we do like to talk about triathlon in general as well. I think it appeals to more people. Yeah, it's the whole idea of it, exactly. doing these podcasts. You know, there's plenty of other ones if you want a, a serious listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you don't want a serious listen, listen to us. Yeah, we got some pretty poor banter, as I said in the disclaimer. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is the first, well, I'd say the first. This is the, we've been doing this podcast now for, I think, two years. And this is only the second time I've done a face-to-face podcast. <laughs> All the others have been through Zoom. So, yeah, Dan's in uh, SVT Towers. Oof. Uh, and and we'll be doing our first face-to-face podcast. Lola the dog is on security duty, chewing a, a teddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll crack on. Uh, how are you then, mate? Uh, you know, did you listen to the girls' podcast? No, I skipped it. <laughs> no, I no, no, I listened. Yeah, I, I listened to it all. Actually, it was really good. I, I see that I've uh, now been called Daniel, which I must confess is mother's use only. So I know I've been naughty. <laughs> right, they are wrong there, right? Because we all know you as Dan Evans. Absolutely. Right, and because I've all, I've known always known you as Dan as Dan Evans, we can't get another Dan Evans and then call you Daniel Evans. It's not wrong. No. Especially the the other Daniel Evans, we both went to school in the same year, in the same comprehensive school as each other. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mental. So, yeah, you know, it was hard for them. So I was Daniel Michael and he was Daniel John. All right, okay. So we're going we're gonna to go back to call you Dan Evans. Thank you. And we'll call, this is, this is confirmed now, SVT rules. We call in the other... Daniel Evans, Daniel Evans. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Sounds perfect. I'm, I'm sure Daniel Evans will be most happy with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the podcast, the girls stepped up. I think they listened to ours and, uh, and, and stepped up and it was really good. It was a really good listen. So well done, ladies. Yeah, especially, um, you know, full, full ball kudos to uh, Bethel on the FKT. Mm. At, uh, Fair play to her. Takes, takes them going to do an FKT. 35 miles. All downhill, she said she should have turned around and gone back up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it obviously starts in Brecon's eh, and goes down. 
Was that? Go to, go to um, Valindra, the reservoir, the Schlee oh, yeah. Res, yeah. and go about four miles up the road, and there's a little stone there that says number 30. Yeah. That was it. And yeah. then you've got to follow then yeah. all the way so up it's the like Galloway. Like. 30 or 32 um, of these stones all the way along. Fair play. And uh, years ago, I wrecked predominantly all the route with the first male guy that did it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've done quite a lot of that route myself, but I haven't done the Pentacash test down to Schlee Res, but I've done. 90% of the rest. Tell you what, it's some, it's some achievement, mind, you know, to, to get your name now on that board. Uh, I liked what she said. If somebody else goes and does it now, I'll just go do it unsupported or I'll just go the opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> Not competitive at all. <laughs> no, well done, Bearfoot. Well done, girls. Really good. Uh, re- really good. Listen, we, we're going to be doing, because the triathlon season is upon us and, uh, yeah, we, we've got races coming thick and fast. There's lots of content to talk about. So we've decided now to bore you every two weeks. <laughs> Perfect. So, so, so we've got, so we got now two podcasts a month. We'll have the girls, the girls do one and then, and then we'll do one uh, every month as well. Uh, so yeah, more content for you to uh, listening to when you train. Uh, how's the training me going, Dad? Everything all right? Good. I had a, uh... I had a little break last weekend because I had. I oh, stop doing! I was on a four-day bender. <laughs> <laughs> so are you uh, are we allowed to discuss your stag do and what yeah, happened yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just literally got wrecked and dressed up like a gimp. Where did we go? Uh, Portugal Abafira. So. Oh, that quality place. That oh, absolutely phenomenal. What's worse, that or, or Benidorm? Well, I've done Benidorm as well. I've been to Benidorm about nineteen times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the strip the strip in Abafira was completely different. No triathletes around. Yeah. So, uh, well, until me and my gang went out dressed up one night, they were fat bastard cycling club, and I was dressed as a gimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad those days are over for me. I hope. Oh. I am. I'm not getting married again. Anyway. No, you've still got the boys again. Can't even get stitched up. Oh man, do you know what? I couldn't think of anything worse than going on. Like, I would take a couple of days, maybe like like a day, or you know, at a push, two days drinking. I couldn't do anything more than that. I'd, I'd be, I'd be dead. It, it, it did take its toll on me, I think. Well, and and the other boys, as it happens, by uh, I think it was the fourth day or fifth day, mm. I, you know, I was ready for like a liver transplant. <laughs> oh fuck that! Man. <laughs> Done about four Burger Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Got back, looked at the scales, and we we're like, we forget about race weight. Give it a bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a lovely relationship because as you know, most triathletes are. We don't drink. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and you know that every pint that you consume, every run that you're gonna do is gonna hurt. <laughs> so, so when did you, when did you get back? So I got back uh, five a.m. last Tuesday. When was your first training session? Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a run. Did you tell forty? I did tell forty. Forty, yeah. come on, pal. Give me give me a few days off, like. You no, know, no, he, no. He uh, he said, yeah, fair play. Uh, the sessions didn't get easy when I got back. Straight back into it. <laughs> was so it? Like, oh, so I had a long run on Saturday yeah. and uh, I did the session at the numbers and uh, I messaged him saying oh surprised I got through that and he replied yeah me too I did not I was wondering how you're going to get on <laughs> brilliant oh fair play and how about yours uh, yeah you know it's been okay uh, bit of an incident I heard yeah bit of an incident last last Monday I had a bit of a bike crash uh, I say a bit of a bike crash. It was, you know, I was very, very lucky to uh, be able to walk away from it. To be fair, it that was, bad. It was, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, 
So I was, it was last Monday evening, you know, when we had that nice weather and I left work and the sun, you know, the sun was still shining. I was like, I don't know, it's rude not to, you know, I had an hours, I was uh, ride to do and I coached the strength and conditioning session at seven as well. So I was out of the house by half past five and I was like, right, I get an hour on a TT, quick blast, get it done. Rather than sitting on Swift when the sun is shining, it's like, fuck that, <laughs> I'm going to get out. So I got out on the TT bike, went up to uh, Resolving, did the Resolving Loop. Not like you to do Resolving Loop. I know. <laughs> Mate, you know what, it's my go-to, it's my go-to, because uh, I know Resolving Loop is an hour and then Glyndeath Loop is an hour and a half. So I know, you know, it's easy then to structure the yeah. structure the training and the ride, you know. So Resolving Loop and on the way back, uh, coming up, skewing hill up towards Pen and Green roundabout. Yeah. You know, the big one going on the, the motorway. So you're almost on your doorstep. Almost on my doorstep, yeah. So as I'm coming, because that, that, that climb coming up from skewing, it's, it's tough coming up skewing hill. And then when it when you go past the garage, the the, the petrol station on the left, it kind of flattens out. So, mm-hmm. I, you're, so I was up by Costa and I was on, on the bars. Uh, no cars coming around, around roundabout, so straight out. And I was doing about, well, according to Garmin, about 27 miles an hour. Going for the KOM? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not that sad (laughs) anymore. Uh, But no, I was, because I was rushing to get back, it was, it was, it was just over the hour mark. And I was like, right, I need to get home now so I can just get changed and quickly go to strength and conditioning. So as I was coming around, around about, I was on, on the bars, uh, I was going to, come around Pen and Green turn off and then down drop down to the Vale. Yeah. Uh, but as I was coming around the roundabout, I could see the line of traffic queuing to get on the roundabout coming up Pen and Green. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a there was a police van with its sirens on trying to get through the traffic. So as I was coming around the roundabout on the bars, I put my hand out left so I can pass Pen and Green. Yeah. You know the entry to Pen yep. and Green. So as I'm coming around to the exit of Pen and Green car just pulls out in front of me and I've gone boom, straight in the side of it. Good night, Irene. Yeah. So the driver, I think, obviously panicked mm. seeing the blue lights behind them and all the cars were trying to get out of the way and then just, just pulled out. Looked at me and just pulled out. Right? Uh, and luckily, I reacted just enough not to go over the top of the car. I kind of turned to the right slightly, which enabled me to bounce off. So you broad slided him. So I kind of hit him, not like, not straight on, but at an angle. Yeah. So I, I, I hit, you know, bump, bounced off the bike, hit the deck, bike went flying down the road. And yeah, she just, she just pulled over for a couple of seconds and then drove off. Drove off? Yeah, drove off, yeah. Absolute so. scumbag. Did you track her down? So yeah, so the, the the police obviously in the van pulled over and attended to me and between me, the police and witnesses, we got the reg plate and they tracked it down. I can't say too much because She's gonna get done in a couple of days. Well she getting charged for four offences. So leaving the scene of an accident's probably one, is it? Yeah. Causing an accident? No, driving without due care and attention. Oof. Yeah. Uh no driver's licence. Ooh. She had a she had a license taken off her for medical reasons. She was an old old dear, oh, and obviously no insurance because she hadn't got license. 
Oh man. So she got free bus pass and knocking cyclists out in spare time. Yeah, yeah. So the police caught up with her and, and she said she didn't see me and didn't stop because uh Shoved her license. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what it basically was. But she said to the police she didn't stop uh because she thought everything was alright. But oh. I but it hit in a car at that speed and seeing me fly in the air isn't all right. No, but no, it, it, it doesn't matter if you just had a mild, mild graze. Exactly. Just, just stop. Yeah. You know, but is the bike all right? The bike's, do you know what? Like I said, pretty lucky. It's, it's scuffed up a bit and chipped, and but you know what it's like with a carbon bike. You've, you know, the integrity could have been compromised, and yeah, I don't feel too confident in it without it getting checked, you know? Uh, hopefully, the police throw the book at her and. There is a way of checking it because I had a crash last year. Yeah. So I can send you details of the company that um, did my check for me. Yeah. But to be honest, I know what you, what you mean is once you've lost that sort of confidence in the bike, mm. you'll always throttle back. Mate, it, it'll only take, right? It, it will only take me to go to Ibiza and race on it and come down a hill at 40, 50 miles an hour, hit a pot, all right. And then if the if, if the frame is cracked and I haven't seen it, yeah. and the forks break as I'm travelling, that's a, you know that's on me then, yeah, isn't it? So yeah, I definitely get the insurance claim going. I'll be honest, I went through my insurance, and I think within a week, maybe eight emails, all was resolved. Is it? Well, this has been over a week now, and I haven't heard from her insurance. Well, she she hasn't got insurance. She, she she's got an insurance policy. But it's going to be void because she hasn't got a license. But what I've been told is uh, by somebody who works in insurance that I will still be part covered by third parties. Her, she won't be covered. Yes. But the, but me being the third party in it, I should be. But I haven't heard nothing from them, and it's been already been a week, and my race is in three weeks. So. So have you got British Triathlon insurance? Uh, British Triathlon um, membership. Membership. Yeah. So through there. You're, you are, I, co- I don't quote me, I believe you're insured on whilst on training rides in the UK on that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Because when I had my accident, they literally went through the policy of the fine tooth comb because I was, like we were, we were in Spain, were we? Mm. But because it's a British Triathlon sanctioned event, my insurance policy covered me out there. Brilliant. So if you're going to race abroad, get the ultimate package. Yeah, there you are. There's a tip, there's a tip there now, isn't it? You know, if you, if you, if you need insurance but see it's we've covered we've covered this topic before on, on another podcast it's very sketchy when the welsh triathlon talk about insurance and it confuses a lot of people am i right in saying you are insured for personal injury and third party but your bike is insured you know you need to still get separate insurance for your bike like, like through yellow jersey or i know mine all went through my British triathlon insurance did it so my you know like we well, I got the coach package, yeah. is a call, but this year I'll be renewing it to the Ultimate. Um, because the Ultimate actually incorporates Ironman, mm. which I didn't know. So I raced Lanzarote last year, technically, yeah. not insured. But are you insured by the event, aren't you? Yes. Right, okay, but to a, a yeah. certain but the, like, if you get the Ultimate package, say we're going to Ibiza in a couple of weeks now, we say, oh, come on, we'll take the bikes off for a test drive. Yeah. You're insured as part of your Ultimate package license for training in the build-up to one's race. Mm. Like for a couple of days before, the, the proper T's and C's are in there. But when I was speaking to them, they were like, you're lucky you were in a, a British Triathlon sanctioned event because you wouldn't have been insured. Wow. Unfortunately, the guy that I did bump into was up to the hilt. Was he? 
But if they'd been the other way around. Scary, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully you get that rectified because it's only three weeks. It is only three weeks, and I'm still suffering with a bit of uh, whiplash and, and you know helmets all 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 crashed, you know, smashed up and yeah. Bloody so hell. I know it's not it's not looking good, but fingers crossed, I'll get there. Well, hopefully uh, the insurance start moving. Hopefully, and uh, you know you didn't get to the world championships on British level on on a luck and a whim, and you need your equipment in full working order. Exactly, exactly. So if you if you are the person. Drove into Mark. You should really feel bad about it, and let's get you an insurance company to put the bad right. Yeah. Well, one tip I will say: if you are out, you know, riding on open roads, I, I, we we see it more and more. You know, the amount of of incidents that you see on social media and and, and here on the grapevine, it's scary. You know, what well, I always tend to do it, and I think this is why I reacted the way I did. You got to expect a car. To pull out at junctions, uh, you know, and at roundabouts, and and when you when like I was listening to the Cat Matthews, oh, mate, I haven't seen I haven't seen the 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 documentary yet, but I was listening to the Cat Matthews on how how they train how they train yeah, and and she even she says you know that this car pulled in <clears> front <throat> of her, uh, and now she's back training. She kind of like closes her eyes and, and hopes for the best. Like She just won 70.3 Oceanside. Yeah. Right, we're going to pause it here for a sec because uh, our guests have just appeared. Right, we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, our guest has just uh, turned up, which we'll uh, divulge who that is in a in a bit. Uh, but yeah, just expect the unexpected when you're at junctions, roundabouts. You know, just 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 be aware. Like I said, I was quite I was quite lucky that I reacted in the way I did. Otherwise, it would have been a lot more serious. Yeah. Uh, talking about training, I did the new proposed seven point three route Ironman Swansea. Oof. Have you done it yet? No, I just don't see the point in a course being like that. There's way too many dangerous roads. Why anybody would go through Oxwich and up Penny Hitch Lane is anybody's guess. And then if that's not going to break half the course and the cyclists, Lannon will. Yeah. Lannon is going to break a few hearts. (laughs) Dan, you know, (laughs) I agree, right? It's, it's, It's a tough course. Me and Alex did it a couple of weekends ago on a Sunday. The weather was... Dry. It, it was raining a couple of days before, uh, and yeah, we did we did the route, and uh, yeah, the first major climb was Penny Hitch, yeah. and I'll be honest, like without putting people off, I'm conscious about scaring people, you know, but the climb itself is tough, right, on a dry day, oh, right? yeah. but it only takes a little bit of rain. It was. It's like it's like a sixteen percent. A corner Strava is zero point two two miles. Uh, the descent into it <laughs> is just unbelievably dangerous. And that's if you still got your front teeth by the time you turn right to go past the campsite. Exactly. There, there's there's a the, the, there's a sharp right hander, a sharp left hander, a sharp right hander. So you've got to scrub all your speed off, <laughs> and then you hit the. 
uh, it's only a small little flat bit by Millwood. Yeah. Uh, and then you're on the ascent. And because it's so steep from the bottom, it's more or less a standing climb from yeah. the from the bottom all the way to the top. And the and then the road surfaces, it was a it was a stream coming right down the middle. Yeah, it's a Ford style thing in a minute. Yeah. There was mud, there was grit, there's potholes, uh, and and I was getting back tire traction, you know, because I was standing up, Ooh. I couldn't get traction, right? And I was trans transversing the climb, uh, and I was just like sliding everywhere, and I was this close to stopping and unclipping, and I count myself as an experienced triathlete, you know. You've done Wiseman's many a time, haven't you? Exactly, so, and right? that's the same, same, same gradient. They say it's the same gradient. I think <clears> it's it's hard, like. There's a, there's a certain point at Winesman's uh, that's 16%, but the whole of this climb looks like it's 16% yeah. rather than a certain point of it, you know? I've done it once, twice, I like. Yeah, it, it's, it's just you, you, you can't carry momentum coming into the climb, so you start in more or less at a standing start, and it's, it, it is dangerous, you know? Uh, and then, yeah, so you climb from there then, you climb up Kevin Bryn, so it's like, you know, so normally when you climb, there's a descent, there's not, there's just another climb, you know. Because isn't it a hairpin, so instead of going down to Renos, then after King Arthur, you turn right, so you get a bit of a run into it. This one's a dead turn, isn't dead it? Turn. Straight up Kevin Bryn. Yeah, so you go up, up Reynoldston, uh you don't go to the King Arthur, you that hairpin there, yeah. and you hit the back <clears> of Kevin Bryn that way. So you start in Kevin Bryn on zero on mile zero, an hour. Exactly, you know. Uh, it's a nice 50 mile an hour descent the other side, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah, up Welshmore, uh, back through by Swansea Airport, down by Shepherds, up Llanon. Now Llanon, right? Again, very tough climb, but I felt a lot safer, only because the road surface. It was it was it was much better. You know, there was no stream running on the middle. You know, there was there was no you know grit or or you know it was just climbable. You yeah. Know, again, had to transverse it, as you do with Llanon, but. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, and then hook a right then down to Ilston. Have you been down there? Yeah, they're all down that way in the grid. No, it? mate, the descent down there is dangerous as well. It's big, it's it's tw- I think it's 25% if you go down. Yeah, it's, it is pretty steep. And it's a blind turn right down there. And there's there's, there's a, a rut in the middle of the road, a muddy, grassy verge. So you've got two tracks either side. And, you know, I know that Ironman could potentially improve the road surfaces or the council could do something with the road surfaces. So the council do something to the road surfaces? Yeah, probably not, mate. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, we did it. And I, and I got off that bike after doing the full course and I went, shit. I said, I'm, I, I'm not going, based on that, I'm not going to do race it on the TT. Actually, I'm not going to race it at all. I'm just going to go on the road bike. This is the plan. Go on the road bike and try and get round in one piece. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm not going for qualification. I'm not going for any any time. You probably automatically qualify because next year's 70.3 is in New Zealand. New Zealand. So and, I, I can't afford that. And after being shafted already once by Ironman, I'm not going down <laughs> there either. So I just want to probably just go and do it and just experience the race day because it was a class day last year. Just go run a one, one a week half marathon and should be right back up the top again. Hey, my name's not Dan Evans, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, word of warning, it's, it, it is tough. So I, I've done it twice. Well, I did it last weekend with the group as well. And it, it seemed a bit easier then because obviously there was a group of us. Yeah. A uh, bit, bit of drafting going on. Uh, nice photo there, you top mind. All the boys look really happy. 
<laughs> As you're coming yeah. over Welsh more. Yeah, yeah. They were they, uh, they didn't seem uh, the happiest. Uh but yeah, so so after the group ride I put a letter into Iron Man. I, I I feel so strongly about it. You know, I said basically what I said in this letter was look, you know, don't think I'm anti Iron Man. You know, I'm not, I'm so pro Iron Man, but I'm also pro athlete safety. Yeah. And we, with under eighteen club members doing it, we've got a little bit of duty of care here. And, and, you it's know, a sellout as well, isn't it now? It's a sellout. I think now. it's a sellout now. So that's so, what, 2,000 athletes? 2,000 athletes going down that narrow descent and a narrow climb. It only takes one person to come off halfway up that climb and it's going to have a domino effect on everybody else there. Some, some need to overcook a brick, slam on. Exactly. Somebody's on discs, someone's on rims yeah, and you've got an arse and shunt. It's, it's so dangerous. So, so yeah, so I, I, I worded quite a <clears throat> You know, that's for feedback, and that's what I give. I give feedback, and I said, look, it's it's too. I personally think it's too dangerous. Uh, and since they've had the letter, then they've done something. They've taken the route off the website at, at the minute and put last year's route back on. So yeah, I'm not saying it's down to the letter, but I, I've also seen a Facebook. Uh, I am on Swansea Facebook page, uh, like a community, and people are complaining about it on that as well, uh, who aren't in the club, just general athletes. So. I think I think hopefully fingers crossed Iron Man will will take a listen and because you know last year's race whilst there was some roads specifically around by Ferry Hill which were a bit ropey and down by uh, the Brit the pub which were a bit ropey <laughs> the general feedback of said course was yeah Maybe decent because yeah. I believe the council had gone out and jet patched put a bit of I don't know custard on some <laughs> of the bottles but um, yeah I understand that it did annoy some of the. It's the residents, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they, they, they need to keep Northgar Road open. You know, people coming from Rosilli can get out of Swan, you know, out of yeah. Gower and people can come in of Gower, you know. So I understand why they need to, to, to do a route change. But I think Chris Knight, who's a member of the club, he came up with a fantastic alternative, uh, which was basically, which I sent to Ironman. I said, look, this is, this is a good shout. It's basically uh, following the same route, but when you get uh, before, you know, so you come round uh, down Lang, down to Langland, into Langland, into Langland. Jeez, I know where you're going right? now. And then up that hill, right, which is a tough climb, but yeah, it's yeah. a residential street. It's blocked off anyway. It's going to be blocked, right? It's going to be closed anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you'll have, hopefully you'll have supporters there because it's in Langland. And and they've got a lovely pub at the bottom in the brass. Exactly. Right. You know, you've got that picturesque bay with all those huts. You know, great for photos. Yeah. Uh, and then carry on the route uh, down to Caswell and then up through Bishopston, uh, but coming out through Merton, you know, where the Merton football fields are. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. You used to go through the, night ta- the tight lane for that. That's it, right. But it's going to be safer than going up Penny Hitch, right? So, oh, God, yeah, so, yeah. so it takes you further up by the football field. So you've got a good run down of Kittle Hill yeah. and back up. And then took you down to Southgate roundabout. Perfect turning spot because yeah, you're huge roundabout. Huge roundabout. And then back and then follow the route. So that then he takes away Oxwich. So yeah. rather than dropping down to Oxwich, you go up Kevin Brain the same way. And then that loop then twice. Yeah. And then naturally filter out everybody. <clears throat> yeah. Because whilst I've done the climb out of Langland multiple times, you know, that's that's a gear gear grind. Yeah. You've just gotta keep pushing and up the well, legs and stop. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same as London, but it's a lot safer. It's a lot safer climb. Yeah, and yeah. and that will be route lined. I'd assume it'd yeah. be it'd be like 
you know, going up Heartbreak Hill. Hill. Yeah. It'd be like that. Yeah. I'm hoping they, they're going to take a look at this and go, oh, actually, yeah. this And that's this. actually really good surface because yeah. coming left off um, Higher Lane, I think it's called, you drop down, it's recently tarmac, yeah. come across the bottom where the old castle turn right and that's pretty decent surface I've done that yeah. countless times yeah plus one from me yeah cool well I'm open you know like if they if I man come out with the same proposed route as what they just have you know I'd, I'd love other triathlon clubs to come together as a whole and go right you know this is still dangerous you know we need yeah. to do something else. But but also as you said like put, you know, Chris Knight has put a suggestion in yeah do you mean like Mumbles duathlon route and triathlon super sprint route is that route where you go out to the um, Penard and back oh, out yeah. and the road's already closed off because you've got to go down Benaway Lane exactly, so yeah. you might as well get some tea and coffees going on on the major roundabout yeah. and, and, and share some distribution of the wealth yeah and you could have a little feed station done it you know what I mean Oof, yes That's perfect on the roundabout going on down the roundabout. just picking up a Mars bar exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, right moving on you haven't been on a training camp this survey? The only one I went on was a drinking one. How did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did you feel when you walked, when you seen the peak performance guys? Did you see them go? Uh, on? I, I could have gone with KP with um, peak performance. Could have gone with NFT. Yeah. And obviously, I, I actually run out of annual leave, so to go on my stag do, I had to ask my boss to borrow Peter to pay Paul because oh, yeah. I didn't have any annual leave yeah, left. Man. So he said, given the circumstances, you can borrow two days off next year. Oh, happy days. But as a one-off, so cheers. Yeah. yeah. No, I always, I've seen everybody's training camps and I'm very jealous. But it was all different locations. You had Lanzarote, you had Fortaventura, you had Mallorca. Yeah. It looked, it, it looked class. I would love SVT to have one. Absolutely love it. Oof, could you imagine that? An SVT takeover an island. <laughs> Can we just have eight hotels, yeah. please? <laughs> hey, fingers crossed. We'll... we'll uh... You'd have to charter our own plane because we won't get all the bikes on. Oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> Class. Uh, Swansea Sports Awards. Was you around when we... I was away. Oh, yeah? I was away. Uh, but I heard you had a storming performance. <laughs> the rumours are not true. And they... I did not storm off the stage. Got it. <laughs> I, I was like, I, yes. Uh, don't listen to those girls on, on another podcast. They're telling you now, right? I did. What, what happened was, we all got called up and uh, yeah, so we had a little frame, that's all it was, a frame a reg- with Swansea Will Try on it. And uh, I'm sure I heard somebody say, and thank you. So I just walked off and then everybody just, w- everybody just waited there. So it looked like, and I, I was like, fuming. <laughs> Secretly, I was fuming. Right? But, uh, what? <laughs> oh, mate, we can't compete against this. The Welsh Commonwealth Disabled Bulls team, or something like that, yeah. Bowls team. Bowls team. With the yeah. lawn bowls. As in, yeah, indoor bowls or lawn bowls, yeah. Is that still a thing? It is, mate, yeah, apparently. Oh. But uh, they, had, they had a dog go oh. on stage with them, so we, we can't compete with, with dogs coming. I've seen dogs from Britain's <laughs> Got Talent, and some of them, they're pretty good stuff. I yeah. watch Crufts, it keeps on popping up on my Facebook now. <laughs> I haven't even got a dog. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we were like, Lloyd, he was winding up, he was like, I think we've got this because it was very triathlon heavy. Yeah. They, you know, they showcase, they put Non Stanford, is that Yeah, they put the Ironman footage on at the start of the uh, ceremony. <coughs> non Stanford was there. Uh, who's her husband? We'll have to edit this, but I don't know. But he's a Canadian. I uh, know he's an Australian guy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to him. 
can't remember. He had a rage and forgot it all. I know. Uh, but very Strathall heavy, you know. And Lloyd was looking at me going, we got this, it's in the bag. <laughs> He, he did say something else about the stage, which I'm not going to repeat, but it was very funny. Mm. Uh, and I was like, I built myself up. I was like, right, yeah, my speech is ready. I'd like to thank my mum, my yeah. dad, all my fans. Thanks. You know, I was, I was going to take the microphone off Kev Johns. This is my Oscars moment. <laughs> is Will Smith the new audience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go bitch slap some guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, they, they, when they said uh, the Welsh Commonwealth uh, disabled ball team, I was like... Anyway, we move on. Sport is equal, male, female, exactly, and all the rest of you know that good I mean? stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we've got you a great person to have on at the minute because exclusive news today we've signed sponsorship with Form Goggles. Oh, I use Form. Yeah? Yep. So, what's your thoughts on them? I think they're fantastic. Yeah? So, like, if I'm in the normal pool in a squad and you've got, like, a coach telling you what you're doing, yeah. I kind of don't don't really wear them. Because you've, got, you've got another pair of goggles. Yeah, so yeah. I wear my Zone 3 goggles then, who I'm also an ambassador for. Can we not mention Zone 3 as we uh, mentioned about uh, form? Only joking. Go on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, say for I would say, like, 4D, my coach writes me a session because I'm working away, which he quite often does. He'd write me a set, I'll go into their app, log it, it will then come into my goggles. So I'm none of this water bottle and a bit of paper business. Mm. I'm there, all my funky goggles on. In my left eye, I got a little screen and it says, right then, we're going to be doing, I don't know, Fordy's great session the other week was, I think I must have annoyed him. A nice easy 100 warm up, followed by two times 1500 meters. What? Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, with 30 seconds rest. No way. <laughs> yeah. So w- what I like about it is I like I like numbers. So I'll say to myself, oh, I want to hit, I don't know, say like 130 It will tell you every time you flip in on the wall. You're at 130. What are you written? Yeah. So if you start going too quick, which the first 100 is a very pretty quick because you're fresh, mm. you'd be like, oh, we need to back this off. And then as you start fading in the back end of it, you're like, I need to pick it up a bit. So it's good. But if you do the workouts that that form come with the goggles, oh man, they're epic. Okay. Oh, they're really, really good workouts. And if you don't understand what um, a drill is, they have like an archive of all the videos. So if you're going to do like kick on side and you can't decipher what kick on side is, you can go into that and it'll physically show you what kick on side is. Not in the goggles. No, in the app. Phone. Yeah. Right, okay. So say like... I don't know, you're away, you've got the goggles, you've got the app, and you're thinking, oh, I want to go swimming today, but I don't know what to do. You can say, oh, go in the app, right, I want to do a 3K session, I can't be asked to work very hard, and I got no kit. Press go, and it'll come up and say, right, we've got 30 workouts, and you get to choose, you press save the goggles, do a little sync, get to the thing, get to the pool, go to workouts, I don't know, we're going to do an easy 3K with no tools, bosh. Here we go. You press play on the goggles and it... Tell it, you what to do. Never. It'll say, right, clever. you've got to do, I don't know, 200 easy warm-up. And then once you've done that, it counts you down by 25 meter or 50. And then it'll say, right, you've got 10 seconds rest now or 20 seconds rest. So what happens if you are like me, mm-hmm. and like most other athletes who aren't disciplined, Yeah. and if it says 10 seconds rest and you're going, oh, I'll have an extra 10 seconds or it doesn't mind. Seconds rest. 
So it, it starts when you start moving. Yeah, it, right, okay. it's, it, it, it seems to like have, I don't, I don't really understand how it knows when you've stopped. So I'm assuming yeah. it's when you go from horizontal to vertical. Yeah, it's got a gyro. Gyroscope type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. But I love it. It yeah. works in 50 meter pools, it works in 25 meter pools, 25 yard pools. You can even put a custom length in it. So it knows, like I think it's got like an accelerometer in it. It knows when I tumble turn when I hit the wall. The worst thing is, though, if I cock the tumble turn up, it doesn't think I've turned. Oh, never. Oh, no. And then it all goes peak tongue. It's just like, yeah, you're still going, pal. Oh, God. There's 25 metres. It's taking a long time. So you've got a tumble turn there? No, no. Oh. You can touch the wall. Oh, it's, okay, like, yeah. it's, it's like, it, it knows. Okay. But, and you can put a setting on there to say, like, like, I, like, KP, a guy that I swim with, my one of the swimming coaches, like, I'll come up and it's only five second rest. It will pick up a short rest. Yeah. It's game. brilliant. Do you think it's a game changer? I I think it's brilliant. I think it's revolutionary technology. It would make you want to go into the pool more often. I think if you've got structured session in front of your eyes. Yeah. Because half the time when I get in the pool, I just do whatever I fancy. Yeah. I'll do like oh under warm up. I'll do hundred kick. And then I'll you do, do things you like to do. Yeah, I'll do 200s with maybe, you know, 15, 20 seconds rest. And then I'll do 100s fast and then maybe 400 effort. Nothing more than that. Yeah. But if it's if it's there in your eye line, it'd be classmate. It's it, it's great. And then I'm, I'm a data guy. So once you've saved it, you go in the app then and you can geek out as much as you like. Yeah. Distance per stroke, stroke rate, how many strokes you talk. The splits between each 100, each 25, each 50. Sinks to Strava, the training peaks and all that. Everything. Marvellous. It's literally, it's literally like, you know... Class. Bless. Yeah. Right. We, well, we, like I said, we, we've just partnered with them today, so we'll, uh, we've got a couple of pairs to give away. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're like 150 bucks. Well, I've been on a website today, they're $299. Uh, I don't know which ones we're having, but... The, the dollar exchange rate at the minute is pretty bad, pretty pants. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's like $1.24 to the pound. Oh, is it? So... It's, it's going to be expensive anyway, and that includes obviously a year's subscription. Subscription, uh, yeah. So looking forward to doing that. Looking forward to getting our hands on them and giving away to members. Oh, they're absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and especially if you're a solo swimmer. Yeah, yeah. If you're not in a swimming club or yeah. I, I, you haven't got sessions to follow, yeah. perfect. Go in, pick you, pick your death, as I call it, <laughs> and away to go. <laughs> Happy days. Looking forward to that. Uh, right, I'm going to quick go through club sessions and I mean quickly all the club sessions on Spond yes <laughs> <laughs> go and check them out yourself if you're not on Spond unlucky uh, as we talk about club sessions it, it is one thing I need to discuss it is uh, Don have you got yourself as a screensaver on your phone wallpaper yeah <laughs> but if I put it as my cat if I lose my phone people aren't going to know <laughs> whose cat that is are they do you know what? There's method of madness. And when me. I go to Glastonbury, I put my contact details on there as well. Oh yeah. If somebody picks my phone up, they, they text yeah, my man. other half. Say, I got your pal's phone. Give yeah. us 200 quid and you'll have it back. Rach, did you see Dan at Glastonbury last year? No. <laughs> right, so, so Dan went running in Glastonbury and got picked up. Lad Bible. By Lad Bible going, look at these. People were losing it. How did I not see that? I was, I, was, I got tagged in so many times. Is this you? People in work. Is this you? Is this people are not even friends with on social media? Is this you? I was like, I'm getting him. I was like, how do you went up for a little run in the morning? <laughs> so 
It's not the vibe at Glastonbury. It's not the vibe at Glastonbury. Like, we were going running like 7 o'clock in the morning. People were going to their tents, like, From off their nut. <laughs> but they generally thought they were tripping, thinking, <laughs> this one bloke, he was like, mouth wide open, as if to say, I don't, I don't know if it's the stuff I took last night or these people are actually running, but this is actually happening. But it was a big group of you, wasn't it? It was like... A, a hundred of us. A proper meet, like... Yeah. So it's like a proper organised thing. So like day one, is about 200 of us. Day two then, is about 100. And it got lower and lower and lower. Yeah. Even I didn't make the last two days. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's class. I think glass really is for everybody. Anything, oh, yeah. any, you know, it, you haven't got to be into a certain thing, you know, to enjoy it. You can, you can do whatever you want. So, some people go there just to smoke herbal. Yeah, exactly. And some people go there just to literally sit in the pyramid stage from dusk till dawn. Oh, yeah. I've seen you going again this year. I'm going again this year, yeah. yeah. So I have, a, I have a contact which has got me in. Uh, so, I mean, and Joe, which will then be my wife. Oh. So she's still got time to bin me off. So <laughs> there was plenty of time for her to get rid of me. After seeing some of those stag photos, I think she will bin you off. <laughs> Apparently, my home stag outfit is nothing compared to that. Oh. So, oh my God. So your home stag is, you do know about it, don't you? Yeah, the thing, the, the thing the, with me. The car tank. Oh yeah, yeah, I know about that as well. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. okay. Oh, oh yeah. so this is another one as well. Oh, this is another one. All oh, right, how many stags do you have it? Three. Oh, that's the way, sir. <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> yes, no, no, so, so JC, he's organised the car tank. Yeah. But that's also the same weekend that Tata, Tata. Steelman falls on, which is a gutter, because Tata Steelman is my favourite race. Yeah. It it's is. absolutely phenomenal. And... Darren, who's the event organiser, he's just a class guy all around. Yeah. Even if he does call us like Bassett's all sorts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I won't have it any other way. I love the band that Daza gives. Uh, anyway, we, we digress slightly. Going back to club sessions. Uh, so Glindy Flakes, guys. We had a meeting with them last week. And yeah, we've got access to Glindy Flakes again. Uh, a couple of changes you should be aware of. There's now going to be uh two gates so the first main gate as 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 you go in on there there'll be an honesty box okay so what they expect us to do is uh pay 50 pence per person uh every time you use it to help fund the repairs on the lane going into the lake has it been done no it hasn't been done yet but i think it's going to be an ongoing thing apparently the uh site manager there has got a J- got a JCB and he'll be every week filling in the divots and potholes and flattening it out, and that's what the fund is is to be used for. Like I said, it's non it's an honesty box. If you haven't got the fifty pence the first time, just chuck a quid in the second time. Uh, we've all got to play our part. Uh, the times are <clears throat> testing me now. So Monday and Tuesday evening between six. And 9 p.m. and a Friday evening between 7 and 9 p.m. and then every morning Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, 7 in the morning until 9 in the morning you have to be out of the water by 9. If you are swimming uh, in any other time apart from the ones I just stated it is classed as trespassing there'll be no other swimmers in the lake we will get in trouble you will get caught uh, they're going to be doing checks on the gate as you go in. Uh, so they'll be asking for ID. So we'll be sorting that out for you in the coming weeks uh, just to show that you are a member of Swansea Will Try. Uh, and yeah, so there'll be no other swimming at any other time. So if you do like drive past and see a swimmer in there at three o'clock in the afternoon, 
then they shouldn't be in there. Uh, and I think that's it on the Glenneath Lakes. I think it's opening from the 1st of May, if you are brave enough to get there at that, uh, that date, you're going to be freezing your ass off. I <laughs> guarantee it. We went up there last year on the 1st of May, all mega excited. Hey, we got access to this Glenneath Lakes. It's a fantastic facility. <clears throat> and I lasted about 20 seconds. It was so cold. Uh, and I won't be going in there myself till about July, <laughs> August, when it warms up a bit. Uh, you have, you have, have you done any open water swimming for Ivy Theatre? No. <laughs> I didn't w- even go in the sea in Portugal. <laughs> oh, I went in the pool once, I, my feet touched the bottom, I jumped straight back up. <laughs> I was thinking about how the hell are we going to we, We'll be doing our open, open water swimming a couple of days before the event, don't we? I think this is why 40's been giving me 1,500 metres. Is it? Just to so. continue swimming. But yeah. fortunately, the, when I did the two 1500s back to back, they were in a 50 metre long ghost pool. So. Oh, the 50 metre pool, man. What's happening there? Oh, it's absolutely shambolic. What What a shit state. And they put no council tax up to fund it. Oh, mate, honestly, oh, God. It's not getting repaired now until the 16th, 17th of May. And the maintenance guy's probably gone on sick or something. No, apparently, what I was told, there's a boom or something. I don't know what a boom is. Yeah. But, you know, like they split the pool, don't they, yeah. to make it a 20, 23. Three. Uh, well, that's broke and they can't move it. Uh, and the guys who put it in are based in Germany and they're not available until the middle of May. So there's like Welsh National Championship swimming there. They have had to move him to Cardiff. Uh, it's affected loads of people. What, so. what, I, what I can't understand is, you know, things like that have contracts on them. Oh. You know, surely... Why, why don't they get somebody in who can run the facility properly? Take it over by a private company. I don't know, Freedom Leisure, just to throw one company out there because they Good seem shot. to be doing a grand job on every other pool that they seem to own. And I think there's about 50-odd of them. Yeah. So, you know, give it to them. Mr. Freedom Leisure seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. He's put a shed load of money into Penland, which is where I do majority of my training. Um, I was in the National Pool the other day, not the 50. I went in the 25-metre pool. Nearly got beat up by an eight-year-old because he only swims on the black line because he can't see. Oh no! So I know nearly lost an arm. So I didn't go down there again. <laughs> but no, I, I can't understand. Or something which is of that, you know, status. A fifty-meter pool in the UK is very, very rare. So yeah. to have one in your city, yeah, you know, it's, it's Premier League stuff. Yeah. And yet these idiots can't seem to blink and run the thing properly. <laughs> I so, love it when Dan goes on a run. <laughs> Sack them all and start again. <laughs> Brilliant. And bring my council tax back down. <laughs> uh, moving on. Pembroke track day. You come along, Rich? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, enjoy it? Use cleats for the first time. Yeah. Or he fell off once. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't think I'd have had the confidence to do it on the road. So yeah. that was ideal to sort yeah. of ease me in. Again, talking about, you know, class locations, I think we again lucky to have that facility in the area. I know it's Pembrey and it takes about 45 minutes to get there, but but it's still, you know, to have a traffic-free, smooth, tarmac, safe environment to go and practice, I think it's, a, you know... It's phenomenal. It is, it's brilliant. And you've got the velodrome then down in Carmarthen, which probably yeah. takes the same amount of time. Yeah, probably. To get to. Probably. You could even cycle down there. Literally, to get there before you cycle on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, feedback from that session was brilliant. Uh, we... I was asked whether we we're going to put another one on uh, and if we get time between now and the start of the main triathlon season, you know, 
May, June, uh, may put on a triathlon specific session, you yeah. know, uh, get a couple of racks down there, racking the bike, running with the bike, running off the bike, brick uh, runs. runs, yeah, uh, all, yeah. All, all stuff like that. Because we've got a lot of members now who, you know, we'll talk to Rachel in a bit, but who, who, who've just done their first triathlon or still haven't done their first triathlon and they don't know you know how it all works mm-hmm. and, and we were that person once we were all all that person once you know we've all come off our cleats and oh yeah you know we've all done it mine, mine was ice to mouth road oh no <laughs> people beat Ben look at uh, that there guys <laughs> like, just bought this bike <laughs> uh, so yeah look, keep a keep a year out for that that we may may get it in if we can if we can spare the time uh, on the same day as well we had the passion fit guys come down from Cheltenham uh, to do the female seminar I heard that was great as well loads of positive feedback did you go to that as well? yeah I went to that as well Ooh, I just busy. had a full on SVT day <laughs> yeah. yeah no it was brilliant I left there feeling so pumped and motivated yeah. and hearing Lydia's story she's as well. class isn't she yeah about how she just took it up one day and I now know. suddenly yeah. she's like champ and yeah. sack life off to become a pro yeah, yeah. Amazing. Could, could a lot it, it is really inspirational to be fair and I and I love their ethos and, and the whole way of thinking about uh, especially about you know how triathlon how you should race triathlon you should do it for the enjoyment not be competitive and not compare yourselves to other people and you know it's 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 all about you know enjoying your journey and uh and yeah when i went down for their pop uh, for their seminar when they first come down i believe it was a very similar thing and i was very impressed by it uh so lots to take away from that so i just want to thank those guys for coming down again uh on to race results Oof. do you want to take this one dan i can uh I can do. I can do. I can do what I can do. There's been some absolute uh, stonking performances on the SVT Massive. Uh, it's well. Where where do you start with some of the results? It's absolutely mental. So we had the Oxwich Trail half, which being trail guaranteed to be tough. So we got Jackie Fagan Fox, Poppy Tidswell, Jane Arnold, Claire Walters with a third female, Stephen Stokes with a tenth overall, and Richard Hughes. Fair play, your legs must have been falling off on the end of that. The South Canham Ultra, Mikey Thomas. This guy isn't shy of a, a long run. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think his sofa's comfortable. <laughs> so he's got a seventh male and eighth overall, so he did get checked. <laughs> you had to do it. <laughs> and Ellie Shorty. I'm yet to meet this lady, but fair play. Taking on ultras, get in there. Now, uh, my uh, my gym buddy, Sam Evans. You look at the gym. I do. I've been twice. <laughs> you couldn't you, tell. Why do you look like Sam? Because <laughs> Sam's a beast. <laughs> Strongman Sam. So when I, when I update my training peaks, I say, been to the gym with Strongman Sam. <laughs> so yeah, um, absolute beast of a performance. 254. Mate, ask quality. And I'll, I'll say, I had a look at his splits. Hang on. They were they were tremendous. You know, consistent from you know sub seven minute miles from the start to the end. Yeah. You know, I haven't, I'm not experienced a lot in standalone marathons. I've probably I say a lot. I may have done like you know twelve to fifteen, but every single one I've done, I've slowed down. You know, you get to that eighteen twenty mile mark and you hit the hit the wall and then it just goes to shit. But the what he's done there consistent throughout that is the way to run a marathon i spoke to him in the gym 
and we were talking about it and he said, oh, I know. We wanted to go up with a three-hour pacer. So a three-hour marathon is a two is, is a, a 6.50 mile. To, for 26.2. For 26.2 miles. It's not the 26, it's the 0.2 that hurts because they always seem to get it to be 0.3 or 0.4, or 0.5. Yeah. They never seem to get on the 0.2. <laughs> so he's like, I went out and the first one clocked in at 38. I was like, going a bit quick. <laughs> Another 38, still going a bit. Another 38, and he said, Do you know I got to about 12 30 miles? He goes, No, I feel great. Brilliant. And he just pressed on, and I, I looked at his splits, and I think they were like between uh, 6.33 and a 6.42. Right, that's the thing, right? Do you, if you feel good, do you carry on with it and bank up those extra 10 seconds per mile so you've got a bit of a buffer? And well, that's what I've done before, yeah. and I've gone. It's gone to pot, you know. Yeah. That, that last three or four miles, as, as I've just lost it all, you know. So for him to carry on doing it, it's just... marathon doesn't start till uh, twenty miles, like JC told me once, and yeah. uh, it started at eighteen for me anyway. <laughs> but Sam, uh, outstanding performance, uh, yeah, well um, done, Sam. Phenomenal. Uh, I don't think everybody's seen on social, so share it again, and we'll reshare it. For you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the best thing. <laughs> The best thing about it was... His old man. Oh, his old man is a legend, man. Die out, Sam. Yeah. The girls talked about it on, uh, the last, on uh, the last podcast. But what he also did was, he's, he's, uh, he's such a nice guy. He's obviously a member of us, but he's also coached by NFT, by Rabs. Yeah, yeah. So he, he obviously raced in his, in his uh, NFT stuff. But he took us once he built my vest yeah. and had a Finchin photo with his medal with the vest on as well. Like So I thought... I said, Sam, there's no need to do that, mate, you know, but we do appreciate it, like, for Medal Monday. Medal Monday, yeah. yeah. But, but no, you know, anybody running a marathon, you know, whether it be a 6, 5, 4, 3, or if you Kipchoge, sub 2, mm. then a marathon is a marathon. It's a different beast when it comes to running. So, yeah. absolutely kudos there, Sam. We've blown smoke up your ass, so we're moving on. Uh, the Great Welsh Half and the Marathon, Scott... Um, I think he's just thrown a load of letters in his surname. Yeah, we miss, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wemsis. We- he did the marathon. Well done, Chief. Uh, Wayne Elias. That's Elias. What, Elias. Well, Elias, I'm going with. Marathon and John Houston half. Well done, guys. Now, Amon Valley Triathlon, I think it was pretty much a sellout to Swansea Tri. So we'll uh, start from the off in no, no particular order. Well done to Rachel Drazy. Who? Rachel Drazy. <laughs> well done, Rach. Uh, Andrew Griffiths, Emily Hancock, Pippa Mounsey, Caroline Thomas, first in age category, well done. Sharon Court, Shireen Lisk, Anna Waite, Rachel Pomper, Ronnie Owens, who's a personal trainer up in uh, Penland. Tori Jones, uh, Reese the Beast Palmer, first male. This guy only seems to perform well when he's getting a bad leg on the run-up. Right. He didn't have a bad leg, so... I don't know what's going on, but he, he pulled it out of the bag. Fair play. To go from Kona to, to winning Amon Valley sprint try. Just breaking hearts all around the he world. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Morgan Roberts, Alex Thomas, Di Hills, Ben Chapman, Gareth Jones, Christian Madge, my old neighbour, uh, Kevin Watson, Craig Hellier, my new neighbour, Sean Perkins, Llewellyn Williams, Tom Brewer, Clara Davis, Scott Lloyd, Martin, uh, sorry, Spencer Lawrence and Mark Davis, first in age category. Well done. Now, on to the tough runner of the Welsh duathlon. This is a, a couple duo. So, uh, Lee Hopkins and Beth Jones, first female and a new course record. Well done, Beth. Who drove home that day? Well, it was obviously Lee in it. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what we should do. We should buy him a show for Hatch. <laughs> it is funny because the other week he beat her 
And he said, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and then we'll move on to the London Landmarks. This actually sounds pretty cool, this London Landmarks. And that was Ian Morgan. Well done, bud. we got some new members. We've got another Daniel, but he's called Brad Beer. Ollie Dudgale. Doug... Click it out. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? I don't even know what I felt like. Ollie Dugdale <laughs> and Michael Cole. Welcome, guys. Wow. I know. Lots of race results. You can see now why we're going to be doing a podcast every two weeks. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the amount of members we got now and race results to go through. We should just cap it to 10 entries per race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just say, well done, everybody. Because, <laughs> you know, Ammon Valley... Nathan and uh, Norway must have opened it up Bosch there we are sold out to SVT then yeah. like, I think there was like nearly 30 of us in there was it? yeah it was a lot you know and you still didn't get a group photo it's because the timings one bloody like, job fair enough. yeah like oh, my swim was like 7am other people weren't swimming then until so like, 10, like the, yeah 10am yeah, and yeah. stuff so everyone was just there All and fits the and starts yeah it's a great race it was good my favourite super sprint that is I've never done it have you no oh, I managed to get lost on the course it's a straight out and back how funny right so that's race results so we're going to welcome our uh, our guests now we've gone on for some time I do apologise Sorry, Rach. That's okay. Uh, we've got Rachel Drazy with us, guys. Uh, Rachel is a fairly new member. I, yeah, I joined up in September, the day I signed up to Swansea IMO. Did you? <laughs> uh, okay, so what made you um, sign up? I'd gone down and I saw you, didn't I, at Swansea. She's pointing at me then, guys. Yeah, Dan, sorry. <laughs> so you watched Dan being the lead bike on Swansea? No, I missed it all. <laughs> I, I missed all of that. Brownlee was too quick, I turned up after, and you were uh, told was, me you'd been lead bike for him. I, I was right behind Brownlee. <laughs> <laughs> Best mates, him and, him and Dan, I like that. I did, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw you then, you obviously I've seen on your Instagram, you're part of SVT, you've seen your try journey, and couldn't miss the amount of people wearing yeah. the kit and stuff. And the day I signed up for the Swansea try, I messaged you, yeah. and I said, oh, shall I sign up to Swansea Vale Try? And you were just like, yeah, it'll be brilliant, like-minded people, and Fantastic. yeah, it'll so be great. You went down to watch Iron Man Swansea and thought, I want to win this, basically. Yeah, I, basically. <laughs> I didn't even want to go watch Iron Man Swansea. So <laughs> my boyfriend, who's also in Iron Man, uh, in Swansea Vale Try, yeah. he um, was like, oh, I want to go down and see Brownlee, you know, it'll be brilliant. And I was like, watch people I don't know <laughs> just running up the street well went down there and the atmosphere was incredible we went up as well on the by the red carpet and saw people coming through and I was getting emotional yeah. these people I'd never met before especially women yeah I think I was cheering the loudest down there didn't even Brilliant. know any of these people but I was just clapping and cheering we left then cycled on our Santander bike stand for a Sunday dinner <laughs> <laughs> and I said on the way down I went What's the distances then? And he went through it. And I said, oh, I could do that. <laughs> Should we sign up? And he's like, yeah, all right then. And I think he thought I was joking, but I set a reminder in our diary. Yeah. And on the day, I was like, right, come on. We're doing this. We're getting our tickets. At this point, couldn't even swim. No way. And run over 5K yeah. ever. And I had a little 7-gear Pendleton bike with a basket. Oh. So I was like, yeah, kind of... Imagine that going a Penny Hitch. I know, Jesus. <laughs> Don't make <it> <laughs> Isn't it amazing or that, uh, that, you know, when you stand by that red carpet and seeing all these people finishing, all <clears throat> shapes and sizes, all ages. Oh, I can get over it. And, it's, and, and it makes you think, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was seeing these people and I was like, oh, 
I've got to be fitter than them, surely. If they could do it, <laughs> I could do this. And I had an eye-opener at the cross-country. So I went and did the first cross-country one earlier in the year. And there were people overtaking me. And I was like, I should be embarrassed. I wonder like this woman, bless her. She must have been about 75. And fair play to her. Oh. She was gone. And I thought, oh, I'll slow down a little bit now. On the downhill, I'll catch her up. Yeah. <laughs> she was gone. Never she was underestimate. Gone. Never underestimate the older people on cross-country. Mate, who's that Alan... Uh, is it Alan Thomas or Alan Davis from Clefley? He's an old guy in his 70, 75, and he's finishing top 10. He's like a phenomenal runner. It's like incredible, absolutely incredible. It, 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 it's funny, like, as you say, all shapes and sizes, tarmac doesn't discriminate. No, it doesn't. You know, I think it's what got us all in triathlon. It, like, we all know. I was fat. That's, that's <laughs> why I, 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 need, I need to train my McDonald's addiction. <laughs> But what made you try get into triathlon? Did you watch an event, or, did, or was it because not like, my best mate doing it? challenged me? So Dan Richards, he challenged me to race Swansea triathlon, oh. and at the time I was seventeen and a half stone, so wow. he probably thought that was easy pickings, low hanging fruit, but I. Yeah, yeah. And he was training. I thought, oh, come on! And I got a very competitive uh, attitude, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I went to the went went to the grinder, put myself through it. And uh, he never turned up. I was raging. <laughs> Did he? Didn't turn up. Uh, oh I, I raced it and that was it. I've been skint ever since. <laughs> oh, I know. I, the, the price on oh. everything. I'm trying to like do things monthly. So this yeah. week it was like pedals and cleats and stuff. Next week, uh, next month it's a wetsuit. Oh. I was eyeing up the SVT wet, uh, wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly had me. I, was, <laughs> I got up from work that morning. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need a wetsuit. Should I just get one of those? And literally, I'm so glad I didn't message Hannah. But I, oh, I was on their website looking and that I was like, was, can't see it. That was she needed what the fibre side kit this week as well. <laughs> that was an absolute class. Like, thanks for bringing that up because I have got it on my show notes. Because I completely forgot about it. So, it yeah, April the 1st, uh, we put out an April Fool's joke about being the first triathlon club to have a custom wetsuit made for us and do you know what i was mocking that designer it took me about four hours right to do it on the computer and i was like this is amazing <laughs> i want one i want i want this suit 600 quid uh, no dramas honestly god mate we had lee mccaru right from the club messaging me he messaged jordan he messaged lloydie how much is it going to be when when can i get my hands on it right i had uh, <laughs> richie from newport he, me- he messaged me on, bear in mind now, I went up on the first, so the night, around about nine o'clock, he messaged me on Instagram, oh, congratulate, that's a really good thing thing to do as a club. And I went, yeah, I can't believe so many people fell for it. And he went, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really then he clicked when, when we were discussing it. Like, <laughs> It was class, man, loved it. Loved so it. So, I looked in and I went, oh, that's... That has got to be a wind-up. And I was like, ah, because I, I normally hook, line and sink. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to sit back in this one for a wait. bit. <laughs> wait, wait until after 12. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, this is too good to be true. Yeah, right. In my defence, it was 6am. I was still half asleep. But, <laughs> but how class would it be to have your own like custom? Why don't they do them? It'd be amazing. Why don't they do custom suits? Go, go, go speak to a wetsuit manufacturer well, like I, Zone 3 I said Zone well I, I approached Zone 3 so I, 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 I had to approach them because I didn't want to put their logo on it and it causing issues Yeah. so I approached Jamie who came down 
Was, the rep. Yeah, the rep. And I said, look, this is my plan. Do you think you'll go for it? And he was like, get on it, he said. That'd be amazing. He said, I'll, I'll put it through the big wigs just in case. Yeah. Uh, and I said, look, I'm not after a share or anything. I just want to know whether we can do it. I, I sent him the graphics and he went, that looks like <laughs> <laughs> He said, get it out. So I, I've, I've asked him, I said, come on. You know, there's a there, there's a there's, there's a demand. Three kids there's around. a demand for it. We need it because effectively all it is is a transfer. Well, you know, look at all the colours on on the wetsuits now. You know, there, there are you can get all different colour wetsuits. Yeah, it's only the European, isn't it? It's like they I don't know if they dye it or whatever. But well, it, it, on on the um, on the on the front layer where you can see like I got vanquished across the front of mine. Yeah. You could put you know like a transfer. Yeah. On it, you know, because yeah. you know, like race numbers. So if you do like watch open water races, yeah. they'll have the number transfers on their arms. Yeah. So you know who's who. Just chuck a little exactly. thing by there. Couple of stripes. So that's chuck all. an Adidas sign in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there was a few people that wanted one as well. So yeah, it was loads of people wanted one. <laughs> what, what is it? It's normally what 10, 10 minimum order quantity. I think you smashed that at the park. Didn't you? Oh yeah, I, didn't, I think we had about. A, at least under people going, yeah, well, well up for that. Yeah. I see it as like, oh, don't fall for this one, Danny, fall for everything. Don't <laughs> let this be the day. Class. Uh, so, Rich, going back to you, what's your uh, past then? You know, what's, what, what was the build up to obviously going to Ironman Swansea? Are you active anyway? Or, yeah, you know? always been active. My dad's a personal trainer who Dan used to train with. Yeah, where? Um, Beasted me. He's got his, so Glenn Drazy, personal trainer. All right, a little. <laughs> A little shout out there. Base fitness it was when it I was, was there. Yeah, it was. And I used to do outdoor classes. Yeah. And I think that was about 23, 24, something like that when I started going. Always been functional fitness, like your strength and conditioning classes. Yeah. That's up my street. That's yeah. my type of training. I tell. Yeah. yeah, I love Loved that. Um, yeah, never been a runner. I always used to think, why do people do that? It's just torture. <laughs> My father is, though. He's rapid. Is he? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's 61. Oh, no, I'm adding a year on. He's still 60. He'd be 61 <laughs> in June. <laughs> and he, he's a beast, isn't he? He's... Yeah. Proper fit. Sub, yeah. I think, sub-17, sub-18, 5K. Jesus Christ. <laughs> probably give him a push, and he'd probably still go under 20. Well, yeah. fair play. And he can do pull-ups. But isn't that oh, amazing? For fun. Not? For fun. Yeah, we've you know, waited for fun. That's, that, that's one of my life goals is, is longevity, is to yeah. keep doing what I'm doing in my 60s and 70s, you know, and I've got these visions of retiring and getting a camper and just going around racing, you know. Um, that'd be amazing. I'd You'd love be like Kev Pollen, you will now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the big motorhome man. He's still racing. Is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, class, man. I really fancy that. My dad, though, is, is gutted I'm doing it is he? He's gutted, yeah. Because he Which, No, he just, at the minute, his focus is on aging and, you know, being strong. Yeah. And he's like, you're undoing your work and all yeah. this. I'm like, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. And I did think it was probably going to be like a one-year thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'll just do this once, it'll be fine. And I am already a little bit like, oh, I'm going to do Armour Valley Try again next year. <laughs> Gonna do the duathlon again. Could be an Ironman wheel start line. Oh, don't it? Could you know? Um, it's so much time and effort just training for the half. Mm. And I just think about doing a full, and I just think I'd have to go part time in work. I wouldn't <laughs> have enough time for all the training. So what do you do for a living? I'm in the police <laughs> for all my sins. I can ask you a few questions about my crush. I <laughs> 
Yes. What is she legally bound to say yeah. and not say? Uh, what's her address? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, yeah. My first thoughts were, oh, did you ring the police? And yeah, they were It was there. the police that technically caused it, but we've got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. So, so it's, you've got a demanding job then, so, so juggling, you yeah. know, work and, and training. It is really but, hard because I've... Mike Tate, again recommended by Dan, is coaching me. Oh, brilliant. Plan. Got a lot of time. And a lot of time for Mike. He but... loves to put like a nice long cycle on a Saturday, like two hours, two and a half hours. I get probably like one in four Saturdays off. So oh, I'm always it? I'm always changing his plan and like moving yeah. things around and yeah. juggling and so well, it is hard to fit things in. Flexible. He's, yeah, he's he's yeah. right with that though, yeah. isn't he? You know, he's not like strict or anything. Because I'm moving stuff every single week. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be doing two hours bike on Saturday, and I've done it today because I'm yeah. off. It's just easier. Using Training Peaks as the coaching platform. Yes. Yeah. Getting the greens. Yeah. Uh, I don't you know. I've only had like one green week in the last six months, probably. Oh my lord. I know. I'm terrible. You don't get a green week when you do extra, though, do you? No, I think they're great. Yeah. You know, you do extras. I, I'll put some strength and conditioning just, just, in. Just edit it and just put the hour on you know, <laughs> what he should be doing and what he did do. I'm not that anal, mate. I oh, don't, you know. It's all about the hours. <laughs> get them all in, like. Uh, so, what's your plans then? So, this year is, obviously you did, what was your first race you did? So, I did Mumbles Duathlon. What was, was that like? first. Incredible. Yeah? Yeah. Is and... it like balls out? As in like... She's a so, female. Sorry. <laughs> I say balls out. Like, I know. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Right? So, so the quality five. and all that. Well, it's a universal saying, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> men, female, trans, all yeah, sorts of things. Yeah, let's not go there. Uh, so it was zone five all the way. Yes. From start to finish, or did you like kind of I mean, didn't know what to expect, or so you kind of reserved? Yeah, enough? I think yeah. definitely on my first run, I definitely held back a bit because I thought, oh. I knew London was coming on <laughs> cycle. So I'd never really cycled around the Gower before. And my boyfriend, Anthony, took me on a recce of the route um, a week or so before. And London. <laughs> and I obviously I wasn't in cleats at the time. I was yeah. just on my normal pedals. And I was thinking, I'm not going to make it up here. Did you? No. Yeah. <laughs> on my first attempt, I'm going to say that a royal man, a, a royal male band started coming down the hill at me yeah. as I was... Going like this all over the place. So I was like, so, right, I'm jumping off before I fall off. Yeah. Fair. And, yeah. And did that route with him as a practice. It was absolutely fine. So came, coming to the day then, I thought, oh, I know what's coming, London. Save my legs now on this run. But still did a good time for me. Yeah. Like, for you guys, probably crap. But <laughs> no, no, no. sub 30s, so I mean, yeah. it was great Perfect. for me. The cycle then, I kept forgetting I was on a race. Literally, I was driving along the roads, you know, along the common, and obviously it's quite scenic. And I'm just like toddling yeah. along, and then every so often I'd have to like snap myself in, yeah, snap yeah. myself and be like, Wait, you're in a race, come yeah. on, like, oh, <laughs> put my foot down a bit, yeah. But yeah. I absolutely loved it, maybe I loved it a bit too much, and I wasn't working hard enough. I, Did I you make it up to that, that time? No, no, that's about that. But to be fair, I didn't get much. Momentum. Just going up there yeah. because there was about six people piled at the bottom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All, yeah. All we stopped there and, and yeah. slow and yeah, couldn't really get a good push and up. I was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm uh, not going to stop. And then I got so far up and I was like, oh, I have enough right. momentum. When you go, I mean, all the pauses, right? Because you're going so slow. It's the time to get off. <laughs> it's like, oh, I might as well get off now. Less energy to get up. Yeah, walking. exactly. And you, you, you probably find it's just as quick to get up 
walking up than it is cycling up. I think it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> the speed I was going. Yeah. But no, it is. It's my nemesis now, London. I'm yeah. gonna have to give it another go. Everyone's got a hill they failed. What's yeah. yours, Barrow? Uh, another one in Pontadawi. Slangwicky? Yep. Mine too. Have <laughs> <laughs> you. Do you know where that no, is? No, and it? I lived in Pontadawi. Where, where right. was this oh one? My God. On the top, you've got Pontadawi Golf Course, haven't you? Yeah. And there's a lane that brings you down that lane. No, okay, no, I've walked up. I've yeah. walked around there. Right, yeah. It is. And like Jeremy Reese told me about it when I first started cycling. And he said, because I, I thought Scotch Pines was my nemesis. That's my go to one hour route. Yeah. Scotch Pines. So I was like, I was. Giving it the big one, yeah, I went up Scotch Pines last week. <laughs> and he just looked at me and went, oh, you idiot. Get up to that, what's it called? Slangwicky. Slangwicky. So I was like, We right. should go up there, just to bear I've already been up there once, right? And, and yeah, I made it halfway and I couldn't go any further. Oh, I think you I think you probably beat me then. I got up the, because I went off like a little pocket rocket. And you yeah. got like a, like a 90-ish left and then it straightens up and then it kinks again. Yeah. I got to a bump there, I was like, ah! <laughs> I don't stand a chance then. Oh. And it was on video as well. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, I blew up. Like well, it's got like twenty odd percent, and it's got to be. Yeah, it's about half half a k, I think, so five hundred meters. Right. So you know, if you tell someone to run five hundred meters, that's not far. Right. But if you tell somebody to cycle as hard as you can, five hundred meters, twenty two percent, ah, it's a whole different kettle of fish. That yeah, it's tough. But, it's tough. No, I, I think it's good that everybody fails on a hill. Yeah, yeah, because you you know then that, you know. We've got work to do. Exactly. If they keep it in the Iron Man course, I'm getting up there. Yeah, good. It's oh, yeah. my, it's my goal. I, like I said, I think if, if on the alternative route, Llanon is still in it, right? Because I think it's a good, it's, it's a good hill. It's a safe hill to climb if yeah. it's traffic free, you know. Uh, and I think it's a good challenge. Uh, and that will be probably the toughest in terms of incline as well as the one in Langland now. If they do do it, I don't know, but... Just guessing, yeah. Chuck that. If they put the Langland Hill in, I'll leave the TZ bike at home. It'll be brutal. Mm. I, I know. When you were talking about it earlier, and I was thinking, because my mum lives down there. Was it, it, thinking, it I don't by, even like walking up there. <laughs> is, it, is it like Byfield Road or something, or something like that? It's called. Uh, it's, it's something like that. Brinfield. Brinfield. Brinfield, yeah. Brinfield, yeah. 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 brutal. It's yeah. that bit at the bottom as well. You know where the houses are on the left hand side? Yeah. That bit is just so, so steep. steep and... Just look at the houses, it takes the focus off the hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, look at the cars and the drives. Oof, lovely. And, and again, you come down there, you, you pick up some phenomenal speed coming into Langland, and then it's like a dead turn yeah, right. Dead turn, yeah. So you're not running into it. It's not like, you know, as you descend into Caswell and you're going out towards the bishops down yeah, You can get up to the first yeah, flat, flat bit. bit without pedaling. Yeah. Really. Well, that's what I said on the, on the on the track day, you know, climbing is all about momentum. Yeah. You know, if you can time the climb right, <clears> so if you get like my, my go to climb for that momentum is Kill Hill. You're yeah. bombing down Kettle Hill and you're in you're in the hardest gear and then as you as you start climbing, you're dropping down the gear, dropping down the gear, you know, and it's like you know, by the time you're halfway up, that's when you start putting power down because it's just momentum is taking you all the way up. Uh, I find splitting climbs up as well. So Lennon, for argument's sake, Mark Evans um, from Celtic Troy, just because he's Ooh. the one Mark Evans. The really nice guy. <laughs> oh the nice one. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. The ex the ex chairman. <laughs> He, um, no, he's chairman again now, apparently. Is he? That's what I, that's what Ooh, I was told. Big news, big news. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me, so the first time I went up there, um, as a novice cyclist as well, he said, as you look up the hill, on the top right, there's like a grit, yellow grip bin. Once you've got there, you're done. As in, like, the hill's finished. 
and it stuck with me and resonated with me and everybody that I tell you going up London Hill get that yellow bin because you see the bin mm. and believe it or not it actually doesn't look that far does it? and because you keep going and as you say traversing cutting up the road left right left right yeah. you take a bit of gradient out but as soon as you're at that yellow bin it drops from double figures yeah and it's doable then and then yeah and as soon as you psychologically crack that yellow bin you're done and then as soon as you're at the London sign that's it done, completely done. finished yeah back to the descent back to the fun bit nice <laughs> Uh, so Ironman Swansea is the next race for you, or no? I've signed up for Swansea Sprint Try oh, nice. next month. A, so that'll be one. my first open water swim. But I want—that's why I did it because I thought I don't want to turn up to Ironman, yeah, and having yeah. never swam in that dock yeah. or yeah. never had an experience. So I was like, right, I've I've got to do it. That's yeah. a phenomenal show. Yeah, it's really good, really good plan. And you're swimming in the water in the Prince's Dock. It was the King's Dock, whichever one they call it. It's the same body of water that you swim in on race day. Yeah. But on race day, it should be a couple of degrees warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they should they should change the swim as well, I think. Well, the Ironman swim. Yeah. You know, do it do it the way they do, but have you going out, you know, the way that Swansea triathlon do, you run round the Rassoy, not like three and a half miles round oh, the block yeah. and run down the road. Yeah. Cut that. It, so it's you just, come out in a corner yeah, down by the Rassoy. It's just unnecessary to run all that way for no apparent reason yeah. and you should go straight up you know like turn the course around you should go straight up first to split the packs because i watched it last year watching off my pal ali when i and uh you go out and you turn left straight away you've only done about 100 meters congestion. massive congestion turn left another boy congestion, congestion. and yeah. i swear to god i've seen about 12 15 people you know the bottom left hand boy as you look at the race course i swear to god he's like you know i can't be asked with the washing machine just went straight across and carried on yeah. and now ethically that's wrong but it's sensible. Yeah. You know, if you're a nervous swimmer and... and Why get punched in the face? Exactly. Whereas they could stretch you out straight up and so, reverse the swimmer around. So reverse it. So start rather than starting in the... If you're looking out on a, on a map rather than the bottom right, you start on the bottom left and finish on the bottom left. So you go up, do an M, back, across and then out. Yeah. 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 yeah so you shot. can have all the... So feed you in the way you were. Mm -hmm. And as you get out of the water... You turn right instead of turning left and running yeah. back against the crowd. You know what? I should have added that to my feedback. Full of good <laughs> suggestions, mate. They don't come out very often. <laughs> but, you know, you're probably shortening that run by 200 metres and running on tarmac barefoot because there's no carpet. No. Oh, people's feet would have yeah. been absolutely shredded. At least you're running on the Rassoy. It's soft, not porcelain tiles, but soft tiles. Soft, uh... They could put a bit of red carpet mm. running over to the bridge. And on the bridge, it's... Right, it's off, and then you're in transition. Yeah. So that's enough for Armour Valley Train. It was only about 30 metres. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I had my feet uh, in bits. Yeah. So the Armour Valley Train, the pool, tr pool triathlon, uh, 400 metres swim? 400 metres. Yeah, how do you find that? Do you know what? Oh, I, let, I didn't let myself down because I couldn't swim a couple of months ago, so yeah. it was still a great experience, and I did it. But the first few lengths, and obviously it's only 16 lengths, so yeah. few lengths is a big chunk of your swim, I just couldn't get into it. I was like, you know, silly things for getting to breathe. Yeah. And Quite just, an important thing in swimming. Yeah, very yeah. important. So in the yeah. end, I think I was on like my third length and I just came up. I started doing breaststroke for a bit. I was like, right, I need to remember what I've been taught. Remember what I've been doing. You know you can do it. Mm -hmm. And I was fine then. And I, you know, I got got into it, finished it, felt good after it. But, yeah. I mean, it wasn't fast by any means. No, but, but, but you've done it. Yeah. And like Barrow said earlier, and a bit like the passion for ethos, you're in it to have fun. None yeah. of us are professional triathletes. None of us are getting paid. We're, we're actually 
paying a lot of money to do these races <laughs> and they were eating on every minute of it. Funnily enough, at the Passion Fit talk, we'd already, when we got in, we had to write down a goal. And my goal was complete um, Ironman Swansea and enjoy it. Yes. Because uh, it's, it is. Yeah. I'm not paying all this money for eight and a half hours of torture. And yeah. that's why I said, like, I... This one, I want this to be a good experience. Yeah, yeah it's going to be difficult, it's going to be tough, it's going to be challenging, but I still want it to be fun. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, what a waste why, of money, what, what a waste of time. For? This yeah. is why we trained. We trained so hard in the winter months and the build-up to the race to make sure we have an enjoyable experience on race day. Yeah. If, you're not, if you don't put the training in, it's going to be bloody tough and you're going to hate it and then you're not going to do another triathlon because you've either missed cut off or, you know, but if we train, it's like... Train hard, race easy. Exactly. You know, we're using using this time now to build that base, the fitness, the fitness, and then the race is just a cherry on the top. You know, and that's that's the bit that everybody remembers. But all the hard work is done before it. And if you've done that hard work, that cherry is going to taste lovely. Yeah, so Tatey, because I was coached by Tatey, and he's taken me a very long way. So his motto, if you do buy any of his kit, it says, the hard work is the shortcut. So in other words... There is no shortcut. There's only hard work. <laughs> yeah. And I see it and it's like, it's, it's, it's bloody true. You see people just rock up and think, oh, we're going to smash us out of a park. No, son, you're absolutely not. You're going you're gonna to have the worst time of your life. And then you'll have people like us commit to the hours, get there. Yeah, it is hard. But do you know what? It's a little bit easier knowing that I've actually executed all the training plan, yeah. knowing that the person behind the training plan has got me to where I need to be. And I just need to believe in that person's training plan and I just got to do what I do. Yeah. My, my, my motto is the race is a celebration of fitness. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, we, we, we're all, we're all fit. We've all trained for the race and it's just, we're letting that fitness come out on race day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, remember that one. Question for you. So these are probably quite, quite fresh in your mind, Rich. Coming over your first finish line, what did it feel like? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Do you know what? It was the duathlon and uh, I had struggled on that second run. I don't think I realised. It takes <laughs> up, not it? Brick runs. Oh my runs gosh, out. it was brutal. Was you running like Bambi when you first <laughs> yeah. got like, like Yeah, really and I'm in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to go back through the bike route. They were like, no, yeah. the other way. She's going down the slots. <laughs> and I must have been, oh, that was it as well. When I was on the bike... My bottle of Lucas had popped out somewhere over the gower, so I didn't so, even have a drink. So I just started on the run. I had another DQ one. DQ lettering. <laughs> Retrospective. I know, I know, I did think. I was like, oh, wait, it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere up there. She's going back up London Hill. <laughs> Not on the bike. Um, and I, so I didn't have a drink. I had another one in my bag, but it was transitional and I was panicking, so I thought, I haven't got time. I just went. Started getting cramp about oh, within the first 2K, and I was thinking, oh no, I can't stop, I can't stop. So I was like hopping along and Jack from SVT, bless him, obviously saw I was struggling, came up and ran with me. Oh. Big Jack, the Big path. Jack, yeah, yeah, bless him. The gentle giant. Ran about a kilometre with me up over the halfway point and then he was like, right, go on, you got this. Oh, good man. Fair play, Jim. And you know what? I <laughs> thought I'd run then about 36 minutes. I thought they'd done really <laughs> bad. And when I looked at my time, I think it was like 31. Oh, fair play. And I was like, oh, I That's felt crazy. like I was... Yeah. Like lead legs, it felt like it took me forever. Yeah. But when you get down, you start hearing the microphone, and you hear the guy in the head and be like, oh, Rachel, the first event. And I was just I like, oh. <laughs> and then. <laughs> it's me. <Really? laughs> 
<laughs> and one of the other guys um, in SVT, Bobby, his, I'm really good friends with his girlfriend, uh, well, his wife, and she was there with one of my other friends, Laura, and I didn't know they were going to be there. Uh, so seeing them come up the finish line then, and they were cheering, gosh. and then my partner was there as well, and it, oh, it was uh, just brilliant. I was just beaming. Oh, I did all right. If you think that's good, when you finish Iron Man Swansea, it's going to be 10, 10 times I'd be crying, I think. I was crying at <laughs> other people crossed the finish line, <laughs> so I don't know what I'll be like with myself. Oh, you get this overwhelming feeling, don't you? Like, I still get it today. I still get that finish line buzz. Yeah. Hour, well, days, weeks. Oh. That's the addiction. Yeah. yeah. So I, and next thing, keep doing this, I guess. Your bank card's coming back out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the oh, I'm never doing that again. Lasts for about an hour, and then you think, oh, I don't know what I could. Maybe sign up next year. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like childbirth. Once the the pain is worn off, you're like, oh, I'll do it again. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one comes like shit. <laughs> I got a question, buddy, for you, Rich. Hopefully, it's an easy one. What do you like the most about the club from a female perspective? Good question, Dan. <laughs> do you know what? It's surprising. It's actually really female orientated. We've got the group, the. Too much. Not too much. We can rein them in. Because I work in a really male dominated environment. Yeah. Try is a really male dominated environment. But having the. The female side of it, the female group, female events, it's just great because it makes you feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah. And just, you know, silly questions. Like you feel more comfortable like asking it to girls. Do you know, even things like someone's asking the group today, oh, what sports bra should I wear? You wouldn't feel comfortable. Which one do you wear, Mark? In that. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. Point just asking us too. <laughs> but, but this is the thing, you wouldn't want to ask no. in the group with 300 people, 200 <clears throat> of which are like males. Male. You yeah. wouldn't feel comfortable. So it's lovely having that space where you can ask female-oriented questions yeah. and get good answers. And yeah. it, 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 I get it's pretty it's lively in that girls' group, mind. It's, it's, I think it's more active than the main group. Is it? Honest, Jesus yeah. Christ. I love the male and all. I'm glad I'm not in it, to be honest. Because oh. the, main, the main group is bad enough. Well, I've got about 17 main groups of <laughs> SVT <laughs> and I'm just like, bing, bing, noot, bing, bing, noot. <laughs> Oh, I've never been so popular. I keep thinking, oh, I've been messaged. No, it's just SVT all the time. <laughs> it, it, so you've been in SVT, as you said, since September, right? So you've been in all the WhatsApp groups. Yeah. So normally over the winter, and everything is pretty quiet, isn't it? Bam, an event it's Oh, my God. You don't see your phone for an hour, bosh, a thousand messages. Yeah. It's all it's all the photos, isn't it? It's oh, the like, photo one. Oh. <laughs> no chat. No, no chat. The no chat. <laughs> Somebody goes, oh, well done. No chat. <laughs> Get ostracised for it. Like. <laughs> the day of the Amma Valley try one, it was just obviously I was taking part in stuff, so I didn't really look at my phone. Yeah. I only had it. By the time I looked at it later, I was like 500 messages or something. No, like I that do it right. Down to 3% battery like for all the dings. Yeah. No, I do it right. I, I really appreciate people taking photos. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, like if, yeah. I'm, if I'm racing, I want to see myself race as much as possible you know how much money we're saving off on finisher picks exactly exactly so I'd be like ah no that's not good for Instagram that one's good for Instagram <laughs> I'll save that one no not good you know not aero you know I got two two chins I don't want that one uh, but, 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 but it's nice but yeah it can be like I've noticed after an event it'll say you know someone's so so left the chat someone's so so left the chat <laughs> we just get lots of levers because there's so many photos going in just move, it's just nice though, and I love seeing other people and what other people have been doing as well. It's nice yeah. to 
I like pain faces. You know, the ones that really put themselves <laughs> through the ring like, oh, he's in a bad way. I wonder how far into that run he is on that yeah. picture. <laughs> Class. Any other questions, Dad? Have I got any more questions for Rachel? Have I got any more questions for Rachel? I could, we could pretty much say, who are you and what got you to where you are today? <laughs> well, I, honestly, I've always been into fitness, as I said earlier. And I think seeing everyone do it, like you said, seeing all the body shapes, yeah. I thought I can do that. Yeah. And, and I wanted a new challenge, but one that would actually be a challenge. Like it's all well and good going to the gym and being like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to lift heavier. Yeah. I'm going to build up. But this to me, you know, it's eight and a half hours of endurance. Yeah. yeah. But it, I think it's different, different fitness, isn't it? Right. You know, like I used to be a gym bunny, right? I was never in really good shape. I think the youth of today now see all these people on Instagram and they want to, they want to have this Instagram model look, males and females. Yeah. Uh, and, I used to be like that. I didn't used to look like that, but I wanted to be like that. You Aspire know? to be. So, yeah. So, so, so I was like gyms like six times a week or whatever. But now I look at those people and go, you probably couldn't run a mile without stopping. You know what I mean? And I think this type of fitness, I know what your, your old man's saying about, you know, like strength work, bone density, especially getting older. That's really important. Hmm. But also, you know, having... Being in this triathlon lifestyle and, and having the endurance and being able to, you know, on a drop of a hat, run 10k or run half marathon or go for a two-hour bike ride or whatever, I think that's a, I think that says a lot, you know, yeah. and, and and I think it's not I think people who go to the gym and and you know do CrossFit and all that, you know, we we've all got a you know they probably look at us and go, oh, you're not fit, you you aren't, aren't as fit as me because I do CrossFit. And then mm. I probably look at them going, well, you know it's fit to me because I'm a triathlete. You know? But have you noticed in the gym community now, so I train in the warehouse mm. and a couple of the boys... They're all doing it. All doing Dylan, Kerry and what? They're all getting into it. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at them, like thinking, you lift massive weights, but now you're crossing into my sport. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, wow. I know, mate. It's, yeah. I, I tell you what, it's, I, th- I think by those boys doing that, it's kind of made them appreciate... That what triathlon is. A skinny and, uh, guy can do and, it too. And how, how hard it is, you know, because it, it, like carrying all that muscle, it can't, you know, it's going to be tough, like, oh, you know, yeah. running with, with all, because all that extra weight, yeah. muscle, mass. Is, and the, the mass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not good. You don't see a, a big muscular fast runner. They're all skinny, aren't they? They're all not carrying much. Can you, ma- can you imagine Kipchoge with, I don't know, 20 extra kilos of lean muscle? Yeah, you'd yeah. probably be a three-hour marathon runner. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so yeah, I think I, I think you know, there's a new appreciation for triathletes, you know, and I think uh, that's a good thing. I can't believe how many people I work with that are in SVT as well. Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name names. Rodri Hunt, uh, Gareth Howarth, Matt Jones. Who's oh yeah, Matt Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I come into this group, and obviously I've got some of the numbers saved, and I'm like. Oh, or like oh so and so has been added into the yeah. chat and I'm like oh my uh, gosh they'll work for the police oh my god hold on now let's take names <laughs> get that little black book up uh, hold on now right because because right what not to say yeah don't go incriminating well it's it, you know being being in, in a group with well we 299 members now we're waiting for that one more for, to make it 300 what do they get yeah we do that now uh, what do they get uh 
Sweet F8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, pat, a pat on the back. And well, some discount. Yeah. Might give you a swim at. Yeah, exactly. Press that button. Uh, <laughs> right. We've gone on long enough. Rich, thank you very much for coming down. Before you go, though, we're going to do the Iron Man draw. Oh, I right? did chuck my name in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I tell you what. You could be doing two this year. <laughs> right. So what we got uh, with Ironman Tri-Club benefits uh, for every new athlete we bring into an Ironman event in a year, uh, whether that'll be a 7.3 or full, uh, for every 10 members we bring in, we get one free space. And I think this year, 2023, we brought in... 35, I think it was. 35. I'm sure it's a little bit more because some people haven't changed their name on their Ironman profile. So we could be up to 40. But at the minute, it's 35. So that means we've got three free places to give away Ooh. to any... Well, you were one I of them, yeah? I think I've put my... <gasps> I, oh, I get up, get up the draw. I just thought back. about it and I thought I would have signed up in the morning and then I would have joined SVT yeah. in the afternoon so I wouldn't have yeah. put myself affiliated. If, 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 if you go in the club chat group and search I, I a man name or something it'll come up and show exactly yeah, how to do it. Do, yeah. Okay. Uh, Otherwise so yeah, barrel handy down. <laughs> well, we may get another spot. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, we've got three to give away uh, and it's for any Ironman uh, event in Europe full or half that's not sold out. World Championships? Not the World Championships. <laughs> you need to be fast for that. Ooh! Right, let me get my other laptop. Hold on. Right. Oh, so I we've got to record this as well uh, on two. the screen. Oh, screen record. I was going to yeah, say, I've only got, got 2% left. I've got it on the screen record. Right. So let me press record. Right, three, two, one. Right, so we've got 108 people on the list. Click the spin. So, do you want to, uh, let me just... You do the first one, right. Rachel do the second one, I'll do the third one, ends up. Alright, ready? Go on in. Drum roll. And your winner is... Oh! oh. Kelly Bateman. Congratulations, Kelly. Alright, <laughs> let's remove her from the Get out. list. Right. Rich, just click on that that button there. Oh. Click. Where's it going? There we go. Oh. And number two. And your winner is. Luke Therrellfall. Congratulations, well Luke. Luke. Well right, let's remove him. Daniel. Last but not least, come on, pick my own name. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> come on, Danny boy. Oh! oh. <laughs> ben Williams! Congratulations, Ben. Dan Evans was just... So, so remove his name and we'll just see exactly where that landed. Oh, my God. Yeah. You are kidding me! <laughs> so close. That was... Oh, actually, it's Daniel Evans. It's not Dan Evans. We'll go with what Hannah, Hannah Marley <laughs> calls me. Now, congratulations, Ben. So, uh, Kelly Bateman, Luke Therafall, and Ben Williams, uh, winners of an Ironman uh, place anywhere in Europe. So, yeah, contact uh, one of the committee members to claim your prize. Well done, guys. Well done. Enjoy racing. <laughs> Time to get the greens in on training peaks. <laughs> I can't believe earlier, though, when, before we started recording, I pulled my name out. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jeff. 
Right. Well, based on that, then I think uh, we done. Are we done? I'm done. Thank you very much, Rach, for coming in. Cheers, Barrow, right. for the Thank coffee. You. Thank you, Rach. Thanks for having me. No problem. Right. Peace out, guys. See you soon. Bye. Swim, bike, and run. We smash it all. Shape, sizes, and age. We welcome all. Best kit in Wales. Pink, yellow, and blue. Swansea Vale try. Swansea Vale try.